Hey guys, um, yeah, I'm sorry I have to do this again, but for some reason the original audio got fucked up and there was a bunch of gigantic problems, so I'm gonna redo this again, and just so you guys know, everything's gonna be the same, alright? Thank you. Trigger warning, um, light recreational drug usage, just letting you know. Shinzo's Moment in the Moon by the Hooligan P. Available on AO3. I wiped the dirt and grabbed from my face. Are you alright? Pro hero Deku questions. His hands are on my shoulders. I couldn't recognize the worry in his voice or his emerald green eyes. I moved my head to the side. Signaling a yes. No, no, I'm fine. I say, trying to pull away from his grip, but that only leads to me hurting myself. Wincing from the shooting pain on my shoulder. I'm fine, I promise. He hesitates in letting go. His mouth opens as if to contest. Deku, that's everyone. Let's go. He calls out in the dust and partially collapsed building. Be right there. Deku calls out. He pulled out a mask from his pocket, placing its strings behind my ears. At least tell me you'll get into an oxygen tank, right? I away, and in a moment I was all alone. I climbed up the rubble and broken sidewalks, trying to get out of this mess. My eyes remembering, replaying where he swung away. The dark purple of his suit as he used the street lights to propel himself forward. I crossed the packed streets with police sirens still screeching in the background, blurred faces tussled by the Purple Revolutionary Agency. The building was right ahead. That had to be it. Please let him be in there. I slid through the doors as people walked around. Sticking close to the wall, trying not to be noticed, trying to force people to avert their eyes. Briskly walking into the receptionist area, where he jolted down something on his laptop. Skipping by him, I made my way to the elevator, choosing the one closest to the stairways, hoping that I can opt out an empty one. And I was lucky. I pressed on the 15th floor, the last available floor, and the metallic doors closed. Okay, so I'm here stalking the pro heroes. What am I even going to say to him? Who will he think I'm crazy? Well, clearly, I'm not in my right mind right now. I press my back onto the wall, but I can't stop here. I'll look even crazier now if I turn back. The floor stick by when the elevator stopped, and the doors opened to a bright white walls and clear office spaces covered by shades. Sliding by the walls and opening the staircase door, I made myself available to the rooftop. I surprised that the door was already open. I placed my hands, trembling on the door, taking a deep breath. I pressed my face against the opening. He was breathtaking, sitting down in the orange and pinks and hues of transition of the purple sky. 
when the night began to bless us. His hair rippled, soft mid-spring wind. My feet moved on their own. There was no way to stop or turn back. The only thing that could, that could stop me was the ground itself. Aren't you a bit too high up? He said in a monotone voice that didn't express or give away anything. I looked around and maybe he was on his phone or something else. But there was nothing but an empty gray rooftop with a small shed. You really shouldn't be here. He rustled something out of his pocket. I, I just wanted to say thank you. My voice came out a bit more meek than I expected. Using a matte black lighter, he lit a smoke. Closing his eyes, he inhaled deeply. His eyes closed and I admire the shadow his long lashes cast on his cheeks. The long black ribbed t-shirt that hugged his body and the black cargo pants that fell loose around his waist. The carbon gray nanofiber scarf that hung around his neck and shoulders. Don't need to thank me. It's my job. Birds hung heavy between us. He was right, but so I am grateful. The way his hands reached out for me when I thought I was near the end. When desperate shouts of people rang in my ears. He came in. Cool, calm, collected. His grace heart behind him like wings of an angel. I'd reached out my hands in hope when his violet eyes locked onto me. The warmth of his flesh as his hands clasped down on mine and before I knew it. He had placed me down. My feet had touched the rocky soil behind me and I was not in danger. At least not in immediate danger. When the tornado stopped and the bodies fell from the sky and he just jumped back into action. The heroes had focused on defeating the villains, but my wife had focused on reconnaissance. He was my rescuer. With a scarf, he wrangled people together, stopping them from splitting on the floor. I had been labored. My anxiety and panic attack were causing its way through my body, but somehow in the chaos he noticed. His boots crushed the pebbles as my knees collapsed and I ended up in his arms. Breathe. Just breathe. Touching my cheek, his arms held me up as my forehead rested upon his shoulder. In and out. His instructions, body trembling. There you go. Not back to reality. Speaking, he just looked out into the skyline. The windows around us transforming into fuchsia. The silence between us had filled with the sounds of scattering sirens. In the distance, people looked like ants walking around, oblivious to us watching them, absorbed in their own lines, running, walking, talking, living. What was on his mind, though? What was it that he thought about when he watched people move on by? Was he worried? Was he annoyed? Do you want to smoke or something? Blood. And he steps closer to the ledge. I sit right there next to him. I wonder if I'm too close, but personally, I would like to be closer. He hands me a pre-roll and I graciously accept. I press my lips to what and he lights it for me. We both stare off into the setting sun as I inhale the sweet poison, letting the fire slowly burn the brown paper. Um, I say not looking at him. I stopped, unsure, but I had already opened my big mouth. 
so I might as well. What are you doing here all along? I've got a lot on my mind. He says it so flatly. His eyes look tired as if he couldn't sleep at all. Yeah, me too. He raises a questioning brown, but he doesn't look at me. As the orchid nights claims the sky, the scars become visible and the slither of the moon becomes brighter as the streets like below attempt to compete. I just leave you to it. No way, I said, placing my hand over his resting hand, realizing what I had done but not wanting to let go. How far could I push this until he pushed me off this building? His hand slid from underneath mine. A shame bubbled up inside me. How could I do that? How could I do this to him? I'm... But his hand covered mine and pulled it in. Placing it on his lap, I looked up, seeing his eyes covered in smoke. His face obscured by the hand holding his blunt. Dark circles contrasted the clean violet of his eyes, surrounded by soft pink. You don't have to hold my hand. My voice chilled off. What happened to the bravery that had gotten me here? Was the adrenaline wearing off? It's fine. I can't imagine that you're actually too long. Just rest your head on my shoulders. Closer, my head resting on the fabric of a shirt. Thank you, I whispered in his ear. I could feel the stubble of his chin as his head leaned on mine. Tied hair tickles my nose. Sometimes we need moments like this with a beautiful stranger to make us feel less lonely. I squeezed a bit at his thigh. What's on your mind? I used to get up in the morning and do what I gotta do. I would look at regular people and tell them to leave me alone. I don't need anyone. Isn't that a human policy? What is it? It's as if, as humans, we are made to hurt ourselves and each other, to lie and deceit. Why do we do this? Why does this happen? I let his words sink in. It's like when I found myself drowning in a group of people, some familiar, but total strangers, and so many odd feelings. I don't know much about life, I said, but I understand what you're saying. I could feel his shoulders rise and fall with each breath. I placed the butt on my lips and tried to pull, but the fire had long gone, leaving ashes in its place. He pulled in and pressed his butt against mine, the tips connected, one lighting each other, slowly bringing life to an otherwise dying soul and rekindling a fire between. He blew a bit of smoke from his lips and I gratefully took it in, my eyes closing and the warm air surrounded me. I opened my eyes and he half smiles as he inspects my face. You know what? I like you. You're very cute. Good vibes and good company to you. Couldn't have the goofy smile that came upon my face. Thank you, my one. That's the nicest thing anyone has ever said to me. His double irritates my cheek as his nose looked against me. Just hold me, Shinzo. 
Okay guys, thank you for joining me. I'm sorry I had to redo this, but the audio came out kind of wonky and I thought you guys might want a little bit better quality. But anyways, bye.